Welcome to another episode of Reggae Talk Podcast. This is Reggae Music Forever from Reggae Talk Podcast. And we're back at you with another episode. Fresh off of the Beanie Man vs. Bounty Killer Clash. Virtual Clash, that is. That was sponsored by Swiss Beats. Hip-hop, hip-hop producer Swiss Beats. Along with, with uh, another iconic hip-hop, hip-hop producer, Timberland, on the Versus platform. By now, you know, it's, you know, it's still... You know, the smoke hasn't been cleared yet. The smoke hasn't been clear, and there's been tons of tons of conversation on the social media about what took place. You know, people have been hitting me up every day. Past couple of days, people have been DMing me, asking me, yo, when are you, you going to say something about the clash? When are you going to do a podcast and thing and thing? But peeps, you know the thing. You know what I mean? Finally get around to it, and, you know, this is it. But... I mean, I think I've pretty much covered everything on the blog, on the blog itself, at Reggae Music Forever. Pretty much covered everything. Uh, one thing I must say, you know, one thing I must say that I was, I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised. I don't know why, but I was a little surprised. I remember minutes after the clash ended, I put up a little thing on the blog. You know, how would you rate the clash? And, I, you know, I can't recall putting up any posts on Reggae Music Forever account and people were just flooding the posts with, you know, great feedback. You know, people said that, I think Kerry Slimmers, yo, big up Kerry Slimmers. Kerry Slimmers said, yo, why would you even, why would you even, you know, put up this post? You know, this, you know, this is nothing about rating. It was just a great experience. I mean, and I was saying to myself, boy, Kerry, Reggae Music Forever is a, is a place for people to speak their mind about all things reggae, dancehall, and Jamaican culture. You see me? I say, <laughs> three hundred comments later, people are still commenting. People are still saying that yo, the clash was unworldly. It was great. One person wrote ten out of ten. Ten out of one thousand. Somebody wrote twenty out of ten. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the, the feedback has just been a landslide. You know, a landslide. In regards to the clash, people are saying that it's great. You know, great, great, great. And the energy and all that stuff. You know, what do I say? I think it was great too. I think it was a great clash. You know what I mean? It was great. It was innovative. You know, we've never had nothing like that in the Jamaican world. You know you know what I mean? It was innovative. It was different. It was refreshing. You know? One thing I must say, the clash kind of started off slow. It started off pretty slow. Uh, you know, it started off slow in the sense that, you know, they were playing all, all those 90s, 90s hip-hop collabs, you know, and I, I mean, I, I understand, I, I totally get it, I guess they were trying to show people that, that, uh, you know, we've been putting in work, you know, in the hip-hop world, you know, they were trying to show their collabs and all kind of things, and, you know, I was familiar with those collabs, you know, but I guess, you know, a lot, a lot of the new generation people, people were just coming up, they probably weren't familiar with it, or people who who weren't even in tune with dancehall and hip hop relationship back in the days on ting on ting. You know what I mean? So that was the only part, but you know they didn't take too long to warm up. And I also thought that you know being a man and bounty killer, they didn't really have the energy at the start. And you know when it comes to dancehall Jamaican culture, we're all about energy. You know our energy is like no other when it comes to like putting on a show and the, those two gentlemen they're the consummate professionals you know they're the, the the epitome of energy you see me i say especially back in their heydays 
So that's what I was expecting out, out the gate. We didn't get that, but sure, we definitely got it as as the clash progressed and you know social media went into a tailspin and you know what I mean and you know all the, all the hip hop stars and all the and all these major people who aren't really you know active in the dancehall world. They were in there, you know. It, it was it was definitely a proud moment, proud moment for Jamaican culture, you know. But uh, I thought that was a great moment, and I also love the setup. I love the setup, you know, with, with the, you know, with the with the sound system and you know the 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 vibe, the looked it looked real. I love the early one part of it too, you know. I thought I thought it was a great great representation. Of what dancehall reggae Jamaican culture is about, the way how it was it was presented. If I'm new to Jamaican culture, reggae dancehall culture, I walked away with a good, good impression. You know, I walked away learned a lot when it comes to how our music is presented. And I think Bontikila and Binaman they were the perfect, perfect. Two perfect artists that they chose to represent the culture. And I'm not saying that, you know, there are not other artists who could have done a great job, you know. I put up a post today, somebody said that, you know, I put up a post asking, you know, who will be the next. I think, as a matter of fact, I think it was a Gleaner article that I reposted. And they're pretty much saying that, uh, you know, pretty much asking people which other artists would make a good clash, you know. And a lot of people are saying Sizzla and Kiopatan. I think that would be amazing. Sizzla and Kiopatan, absolutely amazing. Yaman. Yeah, but Bineman versus Bontikila, that clash was a landmark, man. When we said landmark, it kind of encapsulated, just like I said earlier, encapsulated everything that dancehall culture is really about. One thing I loved, one thing I love about dancehall reggae is the spontaneity. The spontaneity, the spontaneous nature where Beaniman and Bontikila, I'm sure they did not rehearse. Nothing was planned. The man then put on a short time and they were able to dig into their catalog song after song after song after song and ride the rhythm, you know, and it, and they made it, it came across seamlessly. I saw people in the comments Accent, yo, was this rehearsed? No, it's, it wasn't rehearsed. That is the true essence of dancehall. Being able, being able to, to, to produce on the spot, being able to, to, to be, you know, create on the spot, being able to ride the rhythm and make your lyrics flow seamlessly on that rhythm. You get what I'm saying? And I think that is what really moves people. You know what I mean? I said, that's why a man like Ninja Man and them kind of man, the Capleton and those guys will forever be relevant, especially when it comes to, you know, live performance and so forth. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, Beanie versus Bunty, landmark, landmark, landmark. Uh, something else I want to get into. Let me see. Let me see, because I'm freestyling right now off the top. Something else I want to get into. But let me see if I, I'm missing out anything. Uh, Beanie versus Bunty. All right, so let me get into it now. Let me get into it now. So as I was, as I was, you know, in at a clash, you know, I'm, I'm looking at all the people who were, who were, who were uh, 
present in the clash. You know, I see a lot of hip hop stars. You know, Rihanna was in there. Uh, you know, I see a whole bunch of people. BT, whole bunch of sponsors, a lot of rappers, all those kind of people. They were in there, you know, showing their support and stuff like that. So then I was, you know, trying to see which reggae dance artists were in there. You know, I saw Conscience, I saw Popcorn, I saw, you know, they were in there too. But then I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm going to say none of the new youth them. I did not see, I barely saw any new generation artists. You know what I mean? I didn't see any Massacre. I didn't see any Popcorn. I mean, not Popcorn. Popcorn was in there. I didn't see any Massacre. I didn't see any Alkaline. You know what I mean? I didn't see none of these new guys. You know what I say? And everybody, and people, I'm not being partial. I'm not being partial. This is nothing about who is my artist. Everybody knows, say, yeah, I like Alkaline. Alkaline is my artist. Massacre, Marriott, Massacre, all these guys. You know what I say? What are them you? The six artists, them. I do them thing, the Raging Kings, the TJs, and all these guys. I didn't see none of them in there. And the new youth, them coming up intense, and you know what I say? I water. Maybe they were in there. Maybe them in there and just go and hold them corner. Just go and hold them corner and I keep quiet for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, you have man like Conscience in there. You have man like, man, man like Popcorn and any other artists who are in there representing. You know what I'm saying? Letting it be known that, yo, I'm here. I'm cheering. You know, this is what we need and so forth. So the following day, after the clash, after the clash, you know, I checked a few social media accounts, you know what I mean? And I realized that none of them, them, none of these artists are not advocating for this legendary moment. No one is, no one, like, I did not see any of these guys, these new era dancehall artists advocating for these two pillars, these two columns of the culture. And I'm saying to myself, why weren't these guys in there? Why weren't these guys in there? You know what I'm saying? These were the people who paved the way for you. These were the guys who paved the way for you. I, you know, I put up something on, on the page today on Reggae Music Forever, and somebody said, oh, people are acting like, people are acting like, oh, only Beanie and Bunty paved the way. If it was Papa San and Shabba Ranks and all these different guys, I would the same thing apply. People, we cannot rewrite history. We cannot rewrite history. What Beanie Man and what Bonticular did, it's set in stone. So if you're a new artist and you're trying to make strides in this business, you're trying to make strides. If I'm a new, if I'm a new artist and I'm trying to make strides and get on the level of Beanie Man and Bonticular, I would have presented myself. I would have put my ego aside and say, oh, you know what? Let me just go in there and give the thing a strength. Give the thing a strength. Just to make a point, to show people that, yo, I'm ready to move on to the next level. But you, sitting there in your own, in, in a little corner, remaining, remaining quiet, you're on social media every day. You see me, I say? You're up on social media every day, and you're posting. But for whatever reason, when this is going on, you're quiet. What, I mean, what are we supposed to think as fans? What are we supposed to think? You see me, I say? I don't know. And if we're trying to get to the next level, the level of being a man, new artists, new generation artists, do you see how the world embrace being a man and bounty killer? 
These guys haven't had any hit songs in how long? Beanie haven't had a hit since Rum and Red Bull. That was 2011, I believe. Bontikila, I can't tell the last time Bontikila have a hit. I think Bontikila had a hit the same time with Elephant Man. This is how we do it. You know what I say? These guys haven't had hit songs in, in, in almost a decade. And the world were so, such in a, in a, in a frenzy. In a frenzy. I mean, this, this thing made CNN. You know what I mean? That's to show you the magnitude of this clash. So as an as a artist now who's been on the scene, you know, who's fairly new to the scene, I'm saying to myself, yo, yo, what did these guys do to get to this level? You know what I'm saying? Cause remember, remember the new artist. You're always a student of the game. You're always a student of the game. You're never, ever too big for this. This is never, you're never too big for this. This music, this culture, it was here before you and it's going to be here after you. You get what I'm saying? We're all, we're all, we all got to be dynamic. You know what I mean? We all got to be dynamic and we, sometimes we got to humble ourselves. Sometimes we got to humble ourselves to get to the next level. So you being quiet and you not, you not, uh, you know, you, you not giving this thing a strength. That doesn't make you look good. It don't make you look good, brother. It make you look. It make you look like you're only concerned about yourself. You see me? I say. It doesn't make you look like you're willing. You're like you're ready to put in the work that Bunty and Beanie did, did, which was a lot of work to build this, to help to build this industry. Cause remember, in the artists. Remember, in a, in a new generation artist. Bunty and, Be and Beanie, and I wrote this on Reggae Music Forever. Bounty and Beanie, they put in a lot of work. To pave the way for you. How did they do that? Bunty and Beanie. Put in a lot of work. In the sense that. They scored many hit songs. Many hit songs. That. Tapped into many different markets. Carved on many different markets. That you're enjoying success from now. Markets such as. Such as. Uh, Central America. You know what I mean? Certain places in South America, certain places in the Pacific, Africa, UK, you know what I mean? Places where dancehall and reggae music wasn't hitting one time, wasn't reaching. Them Monday, them Monday find big song. Bontikila had a, had a hit song with No Doubt. No Doubt, that's the big rock group, Gwen Stefani. You know how many, you know how many of Gwen Stefani fans became Bontikila fans? And those fans in turn became reggae and dancehall fans who might hear your music and who might follow you on social media and add to your fan base so you can get bookings. You know what I say? I mean, I mean, that's the levels of it. Bonti and Beanie made Bonti and Beanie put in a lot of work to make a lot of you nowadays artists. A, 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 a lot of the nowadays artists eat food. Because the fans that you have in a Trinidad and the fans that you have in Dong in a um Dong in a um Panama or Costa Rica or French Guyana, you know what I mean? Or them islands off the coast of Africa, you know what I mean? And all those those places down in the South South Pacific, Japan. Bounty and Beanie putting a lot of work to widen the masses, to widen the, the, the widen to widen the reach of reggae and dancehall. 
And I'm sure you have fans from those places. Without their, without their work, trust me. It, trust me. You wouldn't have been enjoying the success right now. Because you don't know... You don't know what lies ahead of you when it comes to like tours and all those kind of things. So that's an example. That's why we should pay homage. That's why we, was, we should always pay homage to those who came before you. That's an example of paving the way. All right. Our next example now, right? I was talking to, uh, I was talking to um, Pepper Skull. Big up Pepper Skull. Pepper Skull is one of, one, of, one of our number one supporters of Reggae Talk podcast. Zane. Pepper Skull said, the reason why the youth them Nah, support. The reason why the youth them quiet is because Bunty bashed the youth them. You know what I'm saying? He embashed the youth them. If he, if he doesn't approve of what you're doing, he bashes you. For example, Bunty bash Alkaline. You know what I mean? I say, I don't know who else Bunty bash. You know what I mean? All right. So I said to, I said to, um, I said to, to Pepper Skull, Bunty has earned the right. You know why he he has earned the right. Bunty's an OG. Bunty's an OG. The money a veteran. It's like your grandparents or your father or your mother. They've earned the right to speak their mind. Because they've put in the work. You can agree or disagree. You can agree or disagree, but guess what? You still gotta put some. You, you still gotta put some some respect on bunting him. That's the way I see it. That's like if you have kids, if you have kids and you you already walked the road that they didn't walk yet, and you tell them that yo, go this way, and they tell you they're not going that way. They don't have to go that way, but guess what? If they don't go that way, if they go the way they want to go and it don't work. You can always say, I told you so. At the end of the day, they still got to put some respect in your name. You know what I mean? Bunty's an elder. You know, if you're not, I mean, you don't got to like his, what, what he says or his, or his, uh, his views, but you have to respect the work the money put in. All right. And next thing too, homage. Some people say, yo, yo, maybe, maybe you don't know, you don't know what these guys are doing. You don't know what these guys are doing. Maybe, maybe they did, you know, maybe they, they do rate Bunty. So why don't you pay homage? Right? DeMarco got a song. I was just listening to a new DeMarco song. It's called Homage. Homage means you pay respect to someone who did something extraordinary that imp impacted your outcome. You see me I say? And you pay that respect or honor publicly. Publicly. Not behind closed closed doors. Not off the record. Publicly. So if you rape being a man and bunty killer, you should put it up on your social media and say, yo, just like Popcorn did. And say, yo, being a bunty. Popcorn, the way he paid homage, you know, he's riding around and he's playing their music and so forth. That's, play, that's paying homage. Conscience. Paying homage. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the way I see it. That's the way I was raised. You respect those who came before you. You know what I mean? And I call it like I see it. Like I told like I told somebody today in the blog. 
person came and said, yo, politics and, you know what I mean, I said, ray, 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 and this and that and this and that. I care zero about politics. I don't care about politics. I'm, you know, I don't care about politics. Respect the people who come before you. Who paved that road. Who helped to pave that road for you to walk on. You see what I say? Anyway, people. I think I went over, I think I went over the 15 minute mark. I'm not going to make this too long. Remember. Follow Reggae Music Forever on the social media. Follow Reggae Talk Podcast and also download the Anchor app. Download the Anchor app. That'll make your listening experience much better. So may I say, until next time, the hardcore Reggae, reggae Talk followers, they already know our motto, our mantra, build each other up and don't tear each other down. In the name of Reggae and Dancehall, one love, one culture. Big respect, everybody. This is Reggae Music Forever from Reggae Talk Podcast. And I'm back at you. Back at you with another topic. Those of you guys who usually follow my card talk, you already know what time it is. Those of you guys who usually don't check out my stories, you know what I mean? Believe me, you've been missing out on a lot. Yeah, man. So, pretty much, I'm taking the stories to anchor. Taking it to another level. And this is where we are right now. So, Pretty much the topic, the topic on my mind right now. As a matter of fact, let's let's uh, present a scenario. They say when Plan A don't work, right? You got to go to Plan B, and Plan C, and so forth. So case in point, if you're artist X, and you've been doing a certain kind of music for X amount of years, right? For example, you've been you've been singing conscious music, conscious music or whatever, you know. You carve out a fan base and, you know, you, you're doing your thing and so forth. You know, you've been seeing incremental growth, so to speak. You know, your numbers on the YouTube or your numbers on, on whatever streaming platform, you know, it's doing well. You know, you get your little bookings here and there and, and so forth. But in yourself, within yourself, you're still not happy, you know. You're seeing other artists out there, and they're they just came, they came onto the scene, you know, years after you. You you've been out for for X amount of years, and they just came and they're experiencing, you know, big success. And this is you here putting in the work. I'm putting in the work. You know what I mean? And you said to yourself, say, yo, you know what? Boy, I mean, I tell us, boy, I think now I really shoot like that, and you know, and you start weighing your options, you start thinking about different things you have to do to experience that success. Zin, and yeah, I watch the social media, and you've seen all these different things, and no matter what you do, no matter what you do, it's like your numbers are still not shooting. You're not getting that that well sought after hit song. And you know your you know your material is good. You're talented, and you know your your fan base who you who you work so hard to 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 carve out. You know them tell it every day. Oh, tell us a DJ artist. You know say you know say you should have boss long time, and then I want to let you in on this and that. Certain DJs, you know them tell us you're bad, and them tell us this and them tell us that. But they just don't play your music. 
certain people, they just, they, they don't share your music on the social media. You know, they don't give you that push. Meanwhile, you got artists, why? Who just came onto the scene six months ago, you know, a year ago. And his numbers quadruple your numbers, skyrocket. And all of the DJs and, and you know, all the bloggers and social media people. And he's getting a lot of, you know, the artist is getting a lot of coverage and everything and everything. And you know within yourself that this artist, this artist is not as talented as me. This artist is not as talented as me. And mind you, it's not the first time since you've been, you've been, Doing your, your your thing or whatever you because you, you know you already have X amount of years vested and it's not the first time an artist come on the scene and you know they experience pretty much sudden success. You know that artist will, will probably say that you know he's, he's been putting in work for how many years and so forth. But to you in your eyes, you know they just arrive and they just experiencing the success and you start you know. You, you know, you start reevaluating your situation. And you ask to yourself, say, boy, I want to tell you, say, come and like, say, you may have to start seeing some slackness. I may have to start seeing some, some badness. Or some certain kind of lewdness or something like that. Right? And you just take like a 360 turn or, you, you know, whatever you, however you want to phrase it. And you start seeing some badness. You start seeing some slackness. Right? So tell me something now. Again, if plan A don't work, go to plan B. And plan C. So you say, alright, you know what? I'm going to put this, the, 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 um, the conscious music to the side. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to start singing some, some badness. Now, tell me something now. What about that fan base... What about that fan base that you worked so hard to carve out? You've been putting in the work for all these years. And because you see a certain kind of uh, content or a certain kind of style or whatever trends you're looking at, you see that is working. Zine, you start going down that lane because you say, oh, that is what's working. And... Pretty much you neglect your original fan base. Right? And you tell them, say, yo, listen. This is what's working. And, you know, as an artist, I need to exercise my my uh, creative side. Or, you know, like, you know, artists usually say they don't want to be boxed in and so forth and so forth. Right? So, what do you, how do you think your fans, your diehard fans should respond to you you know the reason the reason why the reason why I'm bringing up this scenario peeps is because I see this I see this happen a lot in our reggae dancehall world you know what I'm saying the artists them for whatever reason for whatever reason they don't stay the course you know oftentimes they don't stay the course and they look at other people's relative success and I think that kind of like dampened their spirit and they try a different lane, you know. I can't forget forget many years ago, Natural Blocks. 
you know, the far from reality singer. Natural blocks had his career. You know what I mean? Roots artist and thing and thing. Conscious. And natural blocks say, yo, he must start singing slackness and badness. Because he need to feed his family. That's what that was working. That's what was working at the time. And natural blocks start singing some song and natural blocks trim. Cut off him, locks them on. And you know what I mean? Needless to say, <laughs> the direction that, that he was shooting for, it didn't work out. And after that, we didn't hear anything from Natural Blocks. You see me I say? And I've seen it, I'm seeing it right now with tons of artists, a number of artists right now in, in, other, in, in other reggae dance world. Like, what sense does it make? What sense does it make to work so hard to carve out a fan base? And carve out your branding, your brand image. You know, when reggae music forever comes to mind, already people know. People people know what reggae music is. Uh, reggae music forever is about. People know what reggae talk podcast is about, because I've worked many years to carve out my brand in, image and my brand, my position in the market. And no, you come with something else. No. In another light. In another light, again, artists usually say, yo, you can't box me in, but some some artists, some artists, their rebranding effort is usually fruitile. Usually fruitile because whatever you're singing, if you used to sing conscious music, I know you I know you are singing slackness and badness. <laughs> Bro, you're just not believable. You know what I mean? You're just not believable. And whenever 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 people hear that little slackness and badness, they they're probably gonna skip your music. And the growth the growth that you think you are gonna achieve, you might not achieve that goal. You might and you might not. You see me I say? But I think there's I think there's a way. I don't know, peeps. Let me. I don't, what do you guys think? Is is there like a medium? Um, a, 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 is there like a median? Is there a way to finesse it? Because I don't think you can start. Yeah, sing righteousness for seven years, six years, or whatever, and all of a sudden you start sing badness now. You know, and start move a certain way, and you know what I mean, and this and that and this and that. You know what I mean? So. <clears throat> That's, this is just my perspective. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about this? Is there a way to finesse it where the artist is taken serious? Or the artist should just stay in his lane? You know what TJ said? You know, you own a lane, me own a lane. The boy can't. You know what I say? And I'm going to tell you, I for one, one thing with me, <clears throat> and this is, I mean, outside of reggae talk and outside of social media, one thing with me, people, I stay in my own goddamn lane. I stay in my own lane. Because if I choose to go into another lane, then I'm just not going to be myself. <laughs> I'm just not going to be myself. And I'm going to compromise. You see, when it comes to integrity, 
and values that mean a lot to me and principles that mean a lot to me. So as an artist, I think every artist is supposed to have some kind of guiding principles or values and so forth. If you plan to stay around for a long time. That's just my opinion. However, if you're just trying to make as much money as possible, as fast as you can, and you don't care about longevity, school values, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? But everyone has a different outlook. Some people are just here to just go for the home run. Meanwhile, people are here for the singles and the doubles. And I don't know if you guys follow, understand the baseball. You know what I mean? For the inside the park home run. <laughs> yeah, man. But peeps, let me know what you guys think about this. There's nothing wrong with going to plan A, B, and C. But you got to be careful. Because some people do not recover. <laughs>